0: music means every other week we are joined by our friend sophia minnard of valley sports wisconsin brewers back in first place wearing the greatest uniforms ever made for the game of baseball
1: that's a clean looking uni
0: pretty slick Brewers in Tampa tonight starting a two-game set with the Tampa Bay Rays. And I'm sorry to disappoint, Sophia, that Jason Wilde is not here to say that she is I one think,
1: of our favorite humans. I think she's actually—she won't say this because she's so nice, mm-hmm. but I think she's probably—she's okay with it.
0: Sophia, good morning. How you doing? You get Jesse
2: in touch Hi, today. Hi. No, I'm, I'm so happy to be here.
1: That's outstanding. So, Sophia, I heard Craig Council on Wisconsin's morning news this morning with Vince and the team. And he was, in the nicest way possible, saying that the Tropicana Dome is a complete and utter dump. Uh, <laughs> is it the worst stadium in baseball, uh, according to you?
2: Um, it's probably up there. It's, it's probably in, like, the top three. No oh. offense to... <laughs> Tropicana. What are the other oh, two? Wait a minute. Is, is
0: Sophia Bennett tra- about to share her worst stadiums in baseball. <laughs> Power Ranking
1: Tuesday. Alright, what do we got, Sophia? So you got it in the top three. What are your other two?
2: Um, well I would say the Coliseum in Oakland.
1: Oh, okay. oh yeah. Uh, Sewage through the I pipes.
2: Respect, I respect the history of it, but um it's just it's it's a dump. Yeah, it's it's not great. Um, And, yeah, because, I mean, the trap is just kind of odd because, you know, it's it's obviously a dome, but, like, it's, I don't know. There's just a couple of odd things about it. Um, I'm trying to think what else would be on the list.
1: Wrigley? got to be Wrigley, right? You're going to put Wrigley on there? You don't want to cause a stir, but Wrigley. Well, Wrigley's
2: Wrigley's been improved, though, with some of the renovations that they've done. It's still the worst clubhouse. Um, Still the worst clubhouse in the league. It's just very small um, on the visiting side. From what I've heard, um, after the Cubs renovated their home clubhouse, it's like a palace over there, go figure. But, Hmm. um, But, you know, Wrigley, it's like there's always a good environment there. So... And I think that's kind of what goes into the trap, is, like, there's just, you know, we know what the attendance issues mm-hmm. are, and um, that's pretty well publicized. So, yeah, I think I think that's part of it.
1: Okay. Well, the Cubs don't spend any money on their players. They're spending it all on their field. I'll say that. You don't have to. Uh,
2: so, <laughs> Sophia. Thank you.
1: Tom. Wait, yeah, I'm always looking out for you. You know that.
2: Hey, You're a good teammate. Thank I, I, you. Tr-
1: I try my best. Uh, any chance, and I know this sounds crazy, but the managers wear uniforms. With the clean look that the Brewers jerseys were out that I saw on Friday night on Bally's, any oh, chance, no. I've seen you in the uni, would you go full uni <laughs> as you were working? Is that ever something that Sophia Minert would do?
2: Um, well, we're actually not allowed to. Uh, we, Why not? We wanted uh, – it's a network policy. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: so, policy.
2: Know, oh, the precious policy. Rules, schmools. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would, like, we, we got the jerseys. I love they the City clean. Connect look, the brew crew look. I mean, the players really like them. and And it's – I mean, it was really cool because, you know, for that first weekend – I mean, you saw so many fans were already wearing the gear, and the team store, and they were, like, lined out the door to get in the team store to buy all of this stuff. And I just think people love it, you know? I think they love that retro blue, you know, the piping on it. The the grill logo, I think, has been – that part has honestly surprised me. I didn't think people would love that as much as what they have. I think for a lot of people, that's their favorite element is, you know, the, the ball and the grill logo on the sleeve. So – Um, yeah, I, we, we got the jerseys. I love the look. I wish we could wear them. Um, full uni. I think that would be a a challenge for Jason Schroger to find like pants that would be small enough for me. (laughs) We might have to go like, we might have to go like Dick sporting goods, little league pants if I was to go full uni, but, um, yeah, it would, uh, it would definitely be an interesting look.
0: Sophia Minard of Valley Sports, Wisconsin, joining us on Wildey and Tausch. Jesse and Tausch today. Jason on assignment will be back tomorrow. Uh, Sophia, the fans also like when the Brewers win some games. And last time you joined us two weeks ago, it was in the midst of that awful losing streak. It seemed like nothing could go right. Since then, they've righted the ship back in first place. Two out of three against the Blue Jays over the weekend. Where do we stand here with the crew hitting the road to Tampa and Pittsburgh this week?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how baseball goes, right? And that's what we talked about last time is like it's, you just go through kind of ebbs and flows of the season. Um, you know, you can lose eight and then you can win four or five and you're kind of right back in it. Um, so I think he knew that like things were going to even out. Um, and I think just overall, you know, like things are things are looking up for them. Like, you know, it was a really good weekend series against Toronto. He's a, a really tough team. They've got one of the best offenses in the league and you know you're getting Brandon Woodruff tonight that's huge for the starting rotation um you know you're hopeful that Aaron Ashby could come back you know soon um whether he needs a, a rehab start or whether he's ready to rejoin the team on this road trip it's huge getting him back um you know they are without Hunter Renfro but i just think getting those guys back in the rotation um what that does for your bullpen you know they got Trevor got back over the weekend so I think things are looking up like they, they got through kind of that gauntlet of the schedule with the the three straight three city trips. And um, you know, now it it will start to even out a little bit. So I think there's, there's definitely reason
0: for optimism. Yeah. What? Uh, what? What's the status here for Woodruff coming back tonight? Is he like full bore ready to go? Is this going to be like a little bit of a process getting Are the you full trying strength? to get like, prize picks info here? May, me. Well, I got a season long prize picks on Woodruff for strikeouts, and it is not looking so good for me right now. So I'm kind of hoping they tweaked a couple things, and he's going to be mowing down like 15 every night. He's out there on the mound. That that would be helpful for me. But uh,
2: what what's the status <laughs> of Woodruff?
0: How's he looking here?
2: No, I think he feels really good. You know, and I, when, I think when he suffered the ankle injury, we weren't anticipating he would miss a month uh, or almost a month here. But um, it's kind of cool because he actually he made his major league debut here in Tampa back in 2017. Uh, so it kind of feels appropriate for him to make his return here. But I think he feels really good. Like with how the two minor league starts went for him in AAA and then most recently with the Timber Rattlers he feels he can go out there with pretty much no limitations. He's able to throw all of his pitches and it's just been a really odd process for him, you know, dealing with this rainout syndrome and something he's never experienced. And, you know, you just don't know, right. Like until you get out there, um, you know, how you feel and how the, the hand and the fingers respond, but he felt like he kind of checked everything off of what he needed to feel. And so um, yeah, I think we're we're all excited to see Brandon back on the mound, and I think he's he's definitely going to be ready to go.
1: So, Sophia, we've obviously felt pretty good about how the Brewers finished up the homestand and hitting. Uh, are you feeling more optimistic about this offense because it's been a struggle, you know, for a vast majority of the season, consistently for these guys to score runs. You feeling better about where this offense is headed? And I hope you're okay down there. It sounds like there's a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts down there, about
2: <laughs> yeah. stop. I'm, I'm I'm sitting outside, and yeah, you do hear the sirens. But um, uh, I'm fine. Thank you for asking. But um, yeah, I think I, I think part of it is like we talk about this all the time with offense is it just it goes up and down, and part of that is like you know you go with how your run producers go. And with all of the injuries that they've had to deal with, um, we were talking about this over the weekend, I think they've had Willie Adamas, Colton Long, Hunter Renfro, Luis Arias, and Christian Yelich. I think, like, those five, I think they have had healthy together in the lineup for five games total. Um, So you just haven't had, like, that consistency of, like, your regular, you know, run producers. Um, You just haven't had that combination together very much. Um, I do think though, like over the last couple of weeks, putting Christian in the leadoff spot has been really good. Um, he's such an excellent base runner. He can steal bases. I just think he kind of has done a great job of setting the table. And now that Colton Long is coming back, um, we'll see kind of how they restructure the lineup, whether they stick with Christian there, or they put Colton back in there, but, you know, Andrew McCutcheon has been really consistent over the last couple of weeks after he went through his slump. Um, You know, Willie's got the power going. He's already at at 15 home runs. You know, Rowdy, we saw that over the weekend. He's always capable of a big day. So it's like, you know, Craig always says it's, it's different guys driving the bus. That's what leads to consistent offense. And I think this is definitely a team that is built for that.
0: Sophia Minard of Bally Sports, Wisconsin, joining Wildy and Tausch. Jesse and Tausch today. Jason on assignment. Uh, Sophia, it's uh, all-star ballot season. I used to love going oh, no. to the games with my friends. We would always, like, grab the little ballots and poke all the holes an in them. Because your dad was usher. My dad was an usher, so That's we would grab all the ballots We'd poke a bunch of holes. They don't do that anymore. I kind of miss it.
1: Uh, I know technology's been great for a lot of things. That was one thing that was always I'm, fun. You punched the mm-hmm. hole, and you had hanging chads and chads. Oh, yeah. Chads uh. and- a lot of chads. Yeah, a lot of chads. <laughs> uh,
0: who is the Brewers player, Sophia, that you think we should really rally around here to get to the All Star Game? Who do we got to vote for? Haters here? in, right? Haters a lot. Yeah, stock I, think,
2: I think some of the pitchers, some of the pitchers we know should be locked. Like Corbin should be in there. Josh should be in there. Uh, I think Devin, could certainly uh, can make a case for Devin with the numbers that he's put up. Um, I think position player-wise, it's got to be Willie, you know, 15 homers already on the season. Um, he's been, like, kind of near at the top of homers for a shortstop. Um, you know, it's obviously a very challenging position over there. But, I, I mean, I think the one thing that might hold him back is just the time that he missed with, with his injury, with the ankle sprain. But... Um, I think I think definitely Willie is deserving of being there, and I know that's definitely a goal of his. Is, you know, He's never made an All-Star game, so I think it would really mean a lot to him.
1: All right, Sophia, as is with the case with us usually, we had a lot of baseball talk there. We put up on our Wildey and Tausch Twitter feed today, and you're an athlete. Do you think, and I don't know if you've checked our Twitter feed in a while, but the, the stand-up challenge where you sit on your butt, you can't use your hands, and you can't cross your legs... Can you stand up from a seated position?
2: Wait. So you can't use your hands. Yep. yep. And you can't. You can't like cross it, your legs.
1: legs. You, you have to kind of just pop up. You can you can kind of toad your legs out, or you can put your heels underneath. You can't cross your legs, so you have to just sit on your butt. We. Am
2: I sitting on a chair? Nope. Or you're on, on the floor, floor. flat so on your the ground, butt on, on the, the floor. floor. Yep. Okay. And
1: then you just pop. Can you pop up?
2: I think I could.
1: Yeah. I think you probably could. We are what are we, two for I eight could. in our office right now. Two so for we're, eight in the Madison. So office. I don't know that's that's not quite that's not Hall of Fame, right? That's Twenty five percent? No. No, it's not twenty five. Is that what it Is twenty? I mean, 25.
2: I'm already oh pretty low to the ground, so I feel like I have that to my favor. Okay. I don't have like I don't have to pop up very high, you
1: know. I I, I hear you. I
2: mean, oh, I'm yeah. just I'm just gonna own that. Like, okay. We,
1: we figured you could, but we thought we'd throw it out to you, and yep. uh, you could check uh, check that out. We'll if see you're if, if you're bored and you want to just make sure you're staying secure with all those uh, fire engines and police,
0: we just want to make sure everything's good. You and Levering and Dillard all on. Give that a try oh, what a crew. Yeah, what a crew. It's fun.
1: The Bally stand-up challenge. Yeah, there's a bunch of challenges we could do.
0: <laughs> Sophia, thanks so much for the time as always. We appreciate it. I hope you steer clear of the sirens for the two-game series in Tampa the rest of the way. All
2: right, thank you guys. <laughs>
0: appreciate it. Sophia Minard of yeah, Bally's how Wisconsin. Uh,
1: Some of those are big hits, and sometimes it's you know, Sophia's so nice, she's never gonna say you guys are idiots. She might have been thinking you guys are idiots. Two of of eight, not 25%. That's a Tausch direct quote, by the way. I asked. You can ask questions, (laughs) Strofe. I'm trying to do a radio show. I'm not trying to break down quantum physics. Yeah, two of eight, quantum (laughs) physics. (laughs) I was thinking two of 10 is uh, 20%. Yeah, two of eight is what?
0: Uh, It seems like it would be about 25%. (laughs) There you go, buddy. Tausch, if you par uh, two of eight holes at Locke LaBelle... Then you would be in pretty good shape for a round, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I guess you'd
1: say that. I <laughs> I could always talk about Loch Labella because I love going down to Oconomowoc Again, I what I love about it, it's just a short trek from Milwaukee. I don't know what, forty minutes from Madison, you're looking a little under an hour. You get to, you really you feel like you're on a golf vacation. You're at a destination, and then the beautiful part about it is you're done playing. 45 minutes, 50 minutes, you're home. Experience the rebirth of an American treasure in Oconomowoc, the club at Lock LaBelle. It's open. Book your tee time today at club at LockLeBell.com. That's club at locklabel.com It is a golf destination you're going to want to play over and over again. A historic past meets a vibrant future. Go to club at LockLeBell.com to start your journey today. Uh,
0: we didn't play Twitter Trash or Twitter Treasure earlier yet, so we still got to do that, which means we might have to take airtime away from strophy being able to play Woe strophy. Well, we Can we do Twitter Trash tomorrow? Mm, We'll think about it, and we'll have some kind of Alex Strofe-led segment coming up next on Wildy and Tausch.